This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rugs. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the penultimate episode of the Blockade Podcast. That's right. After this, we will have crossed the magic 100. But this isn't it. It's 99 blockades of pinball on the wall. I'm 99 blockades your... of pinball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. G'day. How's it going? <laughs> Good. So, uh, so yeah, we're, we're just kind of doing some, uh, some prep work for next week's show. Um, mm. That being said, we, we missed our usual date of recording uh, on the weekend. So now we're on a, a weekday because, uh, you know, a little thing called Mother's Day got in the way. Yeah, that's right. My Mother's Day was a little bit eventful um, for all the wrong reasons. Oh, no. I, um, I got close and personal with a pole in the vehicle um, and backed into it. Oh. Um, so I was going to pick up, pick up my mum from her retirement village and I thought, cool, well, I'll just reverse back into the side street and, um, then we'll drive off. And I didn't see the, um, light pole, which was a very light color in my blind mm-hmm. spot mm-hmm. and crunch. I went, what the, well, I didn't actually say that. I said a lot of other things <laughs> in um, rapid succession. I'm sure in rapid succession. Um, and also had a massive rage in the car with my mum in it as well, which was the, the the best look ever, right? <laughs> so um, it felt very cathartic at the end of it because I was doing like death metal screams, basically, um, <laughs> at me running into the pole. And the damage to the car is, it, it's not a lot, but I'm not sure how it's going to go. Like we, it, being a Mazda 3, um, it's a hatchback, so the only bit that got damaged was sort of like the back part of the the Mazda three, mm-hmm. and and the problem with that is that that whole back panel is one piece. Yeah. So it goes all the way from the back all the way over the door arch and to the front of the car. So it, unless they can, unless the panel beaters are really good and they can just bash it out and get it back to normal again. I don't know what's going to happen with the car. It may end up being a write-off, right? <laughs> which is ridiculous because it's only a small dent, but yeah, yeah it, it may end up being a write-off and I, I don't even know what we're going to do if that happens. So yeah, so that was Mother's Day. So apart from that, that was okay. We went to Ikea and we had um, some uh, food there and I also helped mum pick up something she wanted to get from Ikea. So um the car's still drivable or anything. It didn't actually oh, take yeah. out any lights or anything. So it's still roadworthy, still drivable. And I'm taking it to the insurance assessors, assessors tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, um, which is like basically a 15 minute drive in, drive out. They'll take some pictures. And then about two days later, they'll say what the damage is, quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the $700 excess later, right. will be, um, we'll, Let's hope it's a really, really expensive fix. I want it to be at least ten thousand dollars worth of fix, which it probably won't be because <laughs> no. the car won't be worth that much unless write it off. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. So uh, uh, many, many years ago, <laughs> when I was uh, working at the uh, Panavision Camera Rental House, uh, I started there at, in their shipping and receiving. And so basically, when you start, you were 
not even in the receiving department. Uh, you were in the driving the van and dropping off equipment department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we had these, these minivans and I'd never driven a vehicle of that size. And they basically threw you the keys and go here, go deliver stuff. And you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> sure. So <laughs> they get this, they get this, um, brand new van that, uh, they haven't even put the bed liner in it that, you know, so that, you know, protects from the equipment and everything. I hadn't even gotten yeah. that in. So we'd had the thing maybe all of three days. And uh, so I'd gone out on delivery with the thing. And I come back into this parking lot. There's a little teeny tiny parking lot at the particular Panavision that I worked at. And all spots were full except for one. And I'm like, okay. So I went to go drive to that. And, and my, uh, my uh, three managers, basically, <laughs> from the various departments, they were all outside um, having a conversation. And so I didn't want to look like an idiot trying to pull into this parking spot and not be able to pull into the parking spot. You know, I didn't want to have to do, you know, some six point turn in order to get into it and look incompetent. So I was like, okay, here we go. I'm just going to go right in. I was going to go straight in. It's fine. What I failed to notice was the small uh, concrete pole that protected the uh, barrier gate, uh, the fence. And I pulled into this parking spot a little wide and just heard this giant oh oh no 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 and then what else are you going to do because i wasn't parked correctly so i backed out and granted (laughs) a little bit more and then finally pulled into the parking spot just fine and i'm sitting there and i'm I'm thinking (laughs) okay this isn't good the three guys are standing right there so i'm like what else are you going to do right I mean, it's, it's done. What, what can I say? So I yep. hopped out of the van and I went walking straight up to him. And all three of their moms are just like a gape. They can't believe it. You know, like I said, brand new van. Mm-hmm. And, and I tossed him the keys and I go, so is there some paperwork I need to fill out or what? <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out that that was the best possible thing I could have said because they said pretty much if I had have said anything else, I would have been fired. I mean, I'd only been there for less than a month, maybe, or maybe yeah. one month. But they said that attitude was exactly the kind of attitude that you need in the camera department. <laughs> so what? Do I need to fill some paperwork? Like, where is it going? <laughs> and then, and then, and so I was all so you know it was like okay, fine. And the funny thing was is then I didn't have to drive anymore. And then they just put me right into receiving, so that was good. Um, oh, so you got promoted because you screwed something <laughs> up? Pretty much. <laughs> That's fantastic. But then, but then I started hearing all these stories of what other guys had done to the other vans <laughs> and in comparison mine was minor <laughs> let me guess they like rolled it with a whole lot of really expensive panavision gear in it no no nobody rolled the van but like somebody had a forklift you know uh, the arm mature like grind on the top of the <laughs> the, the oh. roof because they didn't you know they didn't realize how tall the van was and they're trying to get underneath it and oh. uh, i mean there was all manner of of thrashings that that went about but <laughs> Yeah, that was that was uh <laughs> when you, you, when, that when was you, the best slide ever. I have to uh, I'll have to take my hat off to you. Not that I'm wearing one, but I would if I had one on. It was very good. So that's when it, when when you mentioned the poll and, and you posted pictures on Twitter, I believe. Uh yeah. That, that was what went through my head. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got oh, oh no, that's like yeah. <laughs> so the wife wasn't best pleased because it's technically her car that she bought before we got married. Mm-hmm. Um um, and yeah, so she, she was less impressed. Um, but you know, I always try and spin things with a positive slant on them. And I said, well, you know, 
yes, you know, it's going to cause a bit of inconvenience for us while they get it repaired. But you know what's really good? That really scratched up bumper that we had on the car, it's going to be completely replaced. Yeah, so, exactly. you know. so, you know, like we're getting a brand new bumper. Oh, we'll be here for $700, but, you know, um, right. we are it getting forced a, your hand, but uh... yeah, yeah, we're getting a brand new bumper. It's going to look great. And every time you open up the boot, you'll see it and you'll be reminded of just what a great thing it was to have an accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll just keep on spinning it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was Mother's Day for me. But um, uh, wow. yeah, fun, right? So that's going to be good fun. Yep, good, good fun. Hey, uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we talk some pinball like we tend to do? Yeah, let's do that. What's on the agenda this week? There's not really much digital action going on, is there? No, the uh, beta for Paragon has started. Um, I have yet to take a look at it, but uh, I mean, because it literally just started. <laughs> um, right today. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I haven't, uh, I haven't had a chance to, uh, to take a look at that. Um, but yeah, that is the only thing uh, on the digital front. I was even looking at, uh, I get now and then updates from, I guess, pinball magazine. Uh, not that I subscribe, but I think I got on their email list somehow. And yeah, me too. And a lot of times they'll uh, post, you know, here's what's going on in the pinball world. And all I see is a whole bunch of, well, let's see, there's lots of dialed in is starting production and Mm. uh, mentions of Batman 66 and code updates and that the alien table has released uh, that big Lebowski, they are, because they were in the midst of a whole big old snafu. Right. Rent. And they might have actually maybe cleared it up <laughs> to move yeah, forward. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Making pinball machines is hard, honestly. Yeah. Jeez. So, you know, that it, it, it's basically those are the kind of things that have been kind of uh, going on. Uh, yeah. Just little, little side things that have next to nothing to do with the digital world and are too expensive for us to know about in the physical world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, I guess, the only other thing that's certainly nothing happening in the um, the, the digital world so much. But the, today is the day of the um, the Netherworld um, Brisbane Pinball Club meet, mm-hmm. and uh, we picked the tables yesterday. I think I managed to get a vote in yesterday because usually it's announced and within about one minute all the tables are picked because people just jump on it. Oh. So it's going to be a good selection tonight so we're going to have another shot on stellar wars again that big wide body belly which mm-hmm. is going to be awesome and then we got batman 66 which really i could give or take i don't really like the game but you know whatever um then we've got a tales from the crypt which is probably one of my favorite games to play i only um, recently played that probably within the last i don't know six months it's been less than a year that i played it for the first time and mm. that thing has some exceedingly tight not just ramps but uh, uh sinkholes you might say yeah uh, shots to get the ball and it's like man if you if you don't nail it 100 percent, that thing's rattling about yep it's it's brutal it's a brutal game i think i'm going to probably live to regret my love for it tonight um <laughs> but because yeah you're right if you balk it if you don't get that ramp shot that big ramp shot right and it comes straight back down towards the flippers you're dead um you know, it's not good. The other one that's going to be, I had a bit of a play on last time was Metallica. Mm-hmm. And I actually did really well on Metallica last time, which of course means I'm going to do absolutely terribly on tonight. Um, 
<laughs> so that's going to really suck. Um, then we got my you, nemesis. You guys, I'm, I'm curious. Do you have a, an actual strategy for Metallica? Um, shoot the ramps. And, that's your strategy? Yeah, yeah, shoot the ramps and, like, I don't know, shoot Sparky a bit, I guess. I, I was going to um, say that when I've, whenever I've watched anybody in league play, um, it seems like it's nail Sparky. Get Sparky going. Um, oh, yeah. Get that because he's easy to hit and I don't want to say he's safe. He's safe-ish. He's safe-ish. And mm. hit him enough times to get that multi-ball going. Once he got the multi-ball going, then it's go for Your everything business. else. Yeah. Because um, you, you can stack multi-balls, I believe. Ah, that's that's why I did so well last time then. Because I think that's what I did. I got Sparky going. I got... There's like a, a captive ball or something you got to smash a couple of times as well. This is just a pro. Yeah. So... Oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Instead of the hammer. I did that a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, did that a couple of times. That was good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a bash on that one. I think it's going to be fun. Um, then, of course, we've got <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon again. So that one's... No. I'm already <laughs> not wanting to even can contemplate playing that one. Um, and then some evil bastard decided to put Times... Uh, not Time Zone, Twilight Zone into the voting <laughs> pool. And so that's in there as well. <laughs> What were they I've had, I've had really good luck with Twilight Zone in tournaments. Yeah, well, um, it's and and you know what you know what I do is I just I just try and do that ramp combo. Yeah, do the three way combo to the the piano and then mm -hmm. do the slot machine. Yeah, I mean, and and that mm -hmm. keeps me relatively safe for where the ball's traveling, um, yeah. and you know, staying away from the pop bumpers as much as possible, and. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I've I've had really good luck just trying for that over and over and over again, and eventually, you know, you get your multi ball. Once you get multi ball, then it's kind of like watch the score just crank up. But, um, yeah, when I aim for things, I do terrible on it. Yeah, yeah. But when you're just going with the flow, um, well, like I said, when I go game. with when I go with just that one strategy, and everything else is just random that I'm hitting and you know collecting points randomly. But uh, you know, when you're shooting all the way to the back of the playfield, that tends to be a safe shot um, rather than having your ball go side to side. It's going straight up and down. So, yeah, uh, it should be. Uh, I'm I did okay after I fixed it up last time. I got like about five hundred million on it. So if I can pull that off again tonight, I'd be pretty happy. I had um, um I, I had Jared post his fix to uh, on Pinside they have a link or a, <laughs> a thread that's basically uh what is it nightmarish uh, fixes or yep <laughs> um, <laughs> just things you've seen on pinball machines that you should not see on pinball machines I was like Jared you got to post yours <laughs> yeah I did I I actually I'm not going to email updates on that thread so I don't know if people are going that's the best fix ever or you are a terrible person. <laughs> Um, probably a bit a little six of one, half a dozen of the other, I think. Right. Um, so the last two are Spidey Vault Edition, okay. um, which I played last week. It's really nice to play. They, they've done some minor tweaks to some of the mechanisms on it, and it's made a big difference to the consistency of that game. So that's really good. And the very last one, which I must admit I've never played before, is The Walking Dead Premium. Uh, mm. So... That is going to be a little interesting. It's going going in fresh. I'll leave that one to last. On that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, unlike unlike uh, Metallica, or bashing Sparky is safe. Stay away from the prison. Walking Dead. <laughs> yes, they have the prison, and it'll. It's not kind. <laughs> 
<laughs> just trying, just just trying to ramp shots. That's that's your best bet. Ramp shots. Um, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, ramp, ramp, ramp. I've, I've never figured out how to actually uh, do modes on Walking Dead. Oh yeah. Um, it just kind of randomly happens for me. I've not been able to figure it out. It's kind of no. It's a weird table for me. Mm. There's lots of blinky lights, but I can't ever figure out the progression. Yeah. Man, it's going to be an interesting night tonight. I think what I did last time was I got there and I immediately started playing my tournament games and I just did so terribly on the first two that I just jinxed myself for the rest of the night. So I'm going to have a couple of practice games on the non-tournament games because, of course, there's no practicing on the tournament games um, after the tournament started, which is at 4 o'clock. I yeah. usually get there about 5 o'clock. So I'm going to just go around and have a bit of a bash around on a couple of other ones and then I'm going to start my first tourney game and see how that strategy works for me rather than just going in cold. Do you find it difficult for in tournament to do like dead passes? No, I did it all like, the time on um, Twilight Zone in the tournament. It worked really well, um, surprisingly, because that game's usually brutal. Because I find it when I'm when I'm just in practice mode and relaxed, you know, I'll, I'll do the dead passes all the time and, uh, you know, let the ball just kind of bounce and I won't be flipping willy nilly, but man, once I'm in an actual tournament game, I, I like, you think I know, it like, you might, you might call it tightening up. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm not relaxed at play at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. There is one, I'm, oh, gee, I really hope this doesn't have to come to pass, but the, the standby table is a shadow, um, and have, you've you've had a go on that one on, in recent times. Yeah, boy, those yeah. flippers, boy, you, you, they're like miles apart, and <laughs> so brutal that game. The miles apart, and and the ramps are super close to them. Mm -hmm. And and so you think, oh, that makes it, it should make it easier to hit the ramps. But the bad news is, is if you miss the ramp, the ball just comes that much faster right back at the flipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you hit like on the um the left ramp, if you yeah. brick on any of those um stand up targets, you are dead. In fact, yeah. you're so dead that sometimes it will actually ricochet off the targets and fly right over the flippers into the um into the out hole. So it's not a fun time that table. So yeah, I hope everything stays working because I don't want to have to play that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that as the backup table, exactly. But speaking <laughs> of real pinball, what's been yeah. going on with your um, growing collection of pinball machines? Growing, growing. Um, growing so frustration, maybe, or cost. <laughs> cost would definitely be a factor there. Um, so I had scanned my clear plastic pieces. So basically, everybody's familiar with the, the, the printed plastic. If you play TPA, you know what I'm talking about with the printed plastic. You know, it's the decorations mm. on the table that give it that cowboy theme, you might say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But unlike a lot of Williams games that I've played, the plastic is double stacked. So you've got the printed plastic and then underneath that, rather than using metal rails, they use plastic rails. Oh, yeah. The clear plastic and it basically allows the light to shine through um, don't even more illuminate the table even better. Mm. And cool. so I had, yeah, so I'd scanned those pieces in and sent them to my pal who has a laser CNC machine. He also also got a regular CNC machine, but he said he could do it on this later. And he, everything's committed with lasers. Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and two of my pieces had been broken. So he went ahead, 
put them into Adobe Illustrator, uh, traced the actual pieces that I had sent him, and then added in the... We kind of guessed as to what the broken end would look like, you know, looked on uh, what the reproduction plastics look like, and kind of uh, figured it out from there. And so I went over to his house on Tuesday, last Tuesday. He cut those pieces up for me. First, we did a wooden version, a wooden test pattern, you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, kind of figure out what the hole size for where the metal standoff bills would uh, be inserted into. Oh, right. Okay. And uh, once we had gotten the template done, then we went ahead and cut our uh, eighth inch piece of acrylic. And it took all the five minutes for him to to cut those out. And then I took them back home with me, put all the standoff bells back into those pieces, and then installed it onto the table. And it was one of those things where when I melted the standoff bells into the the acrylic, it kind of also, because the holes were a little smaller than they probably should have been, Mm. and so some of the acrylic melted into the inside of the the bell, Mm -hmm. drill out, that to make the the standoff bell have like it was where the screw the wood screw that you drop in uh just should plunge right in instead i wound up instead i wound up screwing it in into place and that caused some alignment issues (laughs) because yeah yeah, because the screw was trying to go one direction and the hole was another direction so that was i was kind of fighting it but eventually i got everything in place and the acrylic looks great i need to still redo my uh flipper guide a plastic speaker and adjust them a little bit because I've still got the ball hop going on. So I need to adjust oh. the hole, um, get another piece of that cut and uh, hopefully take care of that. Um, but so while I had, well, you know, when I took off all that plastic, it was like, well, might as well depopulate the entire play field so I can give it a good wax. Mm. So I gave it a good waxing and I just went out and got some carnauba wax and, uh, put it on there and it was one of those things where I'm used to waxing a car and knowing what it looks like and waxing on a playfield surface. It wasn't fogging up like I was hoping to. Um, I don't know if that's just what it wasn't gripping on or whatever, but anyway, I might've put a little too much wax on there. <laughs> um, and then I, and you know, wiped it off the towel and everything. And I, uh, my neighbor had a tumbler for uh, metal polishing. So I was throwing all manner of things into the uh, tumbler, uh, whether it be the springs on the shooter rod or the pinballs themselves. (laughs) Um, So I kind of did all that. And then I installed all the new rubber. Mm. And I got to say, I don't think I've ever played with a freshly waxed table and brand new rubber because that ball does some wacky things. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, sure does. (laughs) You know, it's, it's, I mean... It's, it's interesting, the ball behavior, because you realize it's kind of like bowling, where that ball, yeah, it's spinning, but once it, it grips, it'll all of a sudden divert mm-hmm. um, and do curveballs on you. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then throw awesome. in the fact, that, yeah, and then throw in the fact that the rubber, you know, I'm used to, you know, seeing what slingshots do when any of the powered uh, rubber returns what they do, but it's the passive rubber that is shocking to me. Because mm-hmm. man, that ball bounces. Yeah, with beautiful fresh rubber, it's almost like they're powered, eh? 
Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, it, <laughs> I got to say, it messed me up for the first 20 or so games that I played because I was suddenly my scores were terrible. You were uh, so used to such dead rubber, like on the, with all the perish rubber that you had on the um, table. Yeah, because with the, with the, with the dead rubber, the ball just kind of brushes against things and kind of moves more in predictable uh, trajectories, you might say. Yes. Yeah. Um, whereas, now, like I said, add it between the rubber and the waxing on the play field. I have no clue where the ball is going half the time. <laughs> um, it's random. It's physics at its best. It is. It is. And I, you know, I gotta say, I think that would be really difficult to program. It's not just a matter of having ball speed. You'd actually now have to incorporate the physics of traction. Yeah. Imagine trying to program that. That would just be oh. so difficult. Because you would have to pretty much randomize everything. You'd have to actually put a friction component in, um, mm -hmm. and and also yeah. If the ball is spinning X amount of speed, how fast does it have to stop spinning before it all of a sudden takes grip on the surface yeah. itself? And then what direction is it going to be? You know, is it going to be flying? So, so in addition to though the the waxing and the new rubber, I decided that I was going to, uh, I guess, add a little bling, if you will. <laughs> um, well, it's one of those things that I've always, whenever you see any of the high-end restorations or whatever, everything is just super duper shiny, right? Yeah, and for sure. obviously I'm not doing a restoration right now. I'm just trying to make the thing, you know, function, but that doesn't mean that I can't do some things. And so the one thing that I decided to do was all of my screws, which were all dull and, you know, just kind of nasty looking. Um, I decided I'm going to replace all those with brand new shiny and it turns out that pinball has weird lengths of their screws <laughs> yes so i wasn't able to replace uh i replaced the machine screws those were the only ones that were fine going all the way through the play field because of the little t-nut that they screw into but the wood yeah. screws i wound up keeping the same but all i did was i just took a dremel to the tops of them shined them up that way but then what i did was i bought new uh washers and so anywhere where a screw was touching plastic i put a washer into that good a to protect the plastic a little bit more, you know, spreads out the the pressure, um, but also it just adds a little bit of more shine to it. But then True. also on the slingshots, they usually have these little uh, plastic caps. Yes, uh, white white plastic caps. Yeah, toss those. Went and replaced them with the silver caps. Oh, nice. So so it's again a little jewelry there, and then there's a couple of other spots where they had the um, it was like a little rubber cap, little white rubber cap. Yep. And I took all those off and put the, the silver caps on those too. So yeah, um, it's not a huge difference, but it is one of those things where you, you kind of look and you don't see any of that dullness anymore. So that was a uh, one little, one little other adjustment that I, that I threw onto the table just for the fun of it. Mm, that does sound good. It must be playing real nice now. It does play real nice. It's funny. Cause when you were mentioning with Metallica, I'm wondering how I'm going to do the next time I play that because it's got the same inline drop targets that A-Ball Deluxe has. No, oh, yes. And I haven't gotten good at hitting those yet, but I've gotten a lot better. And I'm wondering where on the play field it is in comparison to Metallica's, if it's in the same spot, maybe the same location. Um, just one of those things where it's like, hey, that might become an easy shot for me. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Here's here's hoping. <laughs> My next task. You have to get is, down and play one. 
I know. My next next task with the table is uh, the conundrum of the lights. I did get the new computer chip that I needed to uh, replace on the lamp driver board um, because every single computer or every single light that was associated with this one chip was the U2 chip. Uh, those were all the lights that were out. So I thought that, well, what Nick thought uh, when he was looking at the table and trying to figure out the problem, he figured, hey, you replace the chip. That should fix the problem. Well, I got them from eBay and nope, did not fix uh -oh. the problem. So now everybody is saying what everybody's been saying all along. <laughs> replace the connectors. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's time for me to try replacing the connectors. I got... Uh, clued into a website that I didn't I wasn't aware of before it's uh, Big Daddy uh, he's based out of Texas I want to say it's BigDaddyEntertainment.com um, but I'm not sure if you just google Big Daddy Pinball you'll find it anyway unlike a lot of the other pinball uh, parts websites his is almost all exclusively the electronics aspects so uh -huh. everything that you want to replace the, on the boards all your fuses all your you know, your transformers and your diodes and everything. And the nice thing with his is he kind of, he bunches them by, not by game specifically, but by brand. So if you've got uh. a valley table and you have this, you know, you, you know what, uh, what board you have, then like fine. system to live in, then he'll exactly. give you all the system living components. That's exactly. So, so he sells, um, the connectors, for uh, for basically all the boards that are on my machine, and I'm, it's one of those things where everybody says oh, you should just replace every single connector. Yep. And although he sells them as kits, and the kits themselves aren't that expensive, they're between, I don't know, I think they're between like eight and eighteen dollars, depending, um, which yeah. is not bad at all. But the problem is, is then when you have you know six different boards to replace them all on, it kind of adds up really fast. I think mm. I'm going to start with just buying the uh, the connectors for the lamp driver board and maybe for the solenoid board, which is where that was the one that my connector, if it's not in just the right spot, the MPU goes out. Okay, yeah, so, you want to replace that for yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's one that I'm, I'm obviously want to replace. And But then I also need to buy the crimper tool, and it, you know it's one of those things where it's just going to add up real quick. Yeah, but in the long run, obviously you want it, so that'll be yeah, uh, that'll be something that needs to get done on there eventually. I don't know how soon. Um, and as far as firepower goes, I am going to. Well, after <laughs> I need to try it out myself. Apparently, cutting frisket is relatively easy if you're doing it in a straight line, but good luck doing it on a curved line. No. Okay. Uh, I was advised to basically try it out, uh, you know, draw some curves on a, on a something else, put some frisket down, and just to see that freehand ain't going to work. <laughs> um, right. In which case, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do because it might completely change my painting strategy. Yeah. Uh, all the all the areas that are like supposed to be white, which is basically hidden by all the plastics. Um, it's where your GI lights tend to go. Yes. Those are all the areas where there's these crazy curves going on. Yep. And so that might be a case where, you know what? It doesn't get the white. Um, oh, well. 
the inserts, my same pal that uh, did the laser CNC, he was saying, you know what? We can just create a stencil for for all the inserts. Uh, I because I already I have a copy, a PDF, you might say, of the uh, sticker sheet that would go for the inserts. So he can use that and create stencils, and uh, we'll use those okay. to to paint. And that'll be better than doing the water slide uh, decals, I believe. Um, and obviously, then we won't be having to hand paint because anytime you hand paint, you make the lines a little too thick. Yeah. So there's that. So I think it's right now at the moment it means just doing the red lines, the red lasers, and uh, doing the inserts and possibly filling in some of the black uh, at various points on the table. But I don't know. Like I say, I'm just kind of of the of the opinion of since I can't do a complete rest restoration on the play field, then maybe the beat up look isn't terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think, um, I think once you get your eye in and you get the right brushes, because you've got to get good quality brushes if you're going to do this. You can't just no, go I'm not doing brushes. Balls. I'm airbrushing. I'm airbrushing. Yeah. Well, that's one approach. Uh, if you can actually, if you get it right, you can brush pretty effectively as well. Yeah, um, but the, just... the, the reason why you do airbrushes because it's a much thinner uh, uh, paint that you're putting on, and yes. therefore you're not going to have any lumpiness uh, next time you clear coat. Which means you won't get any bubbles like you got last exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know. Ideally, yes, you would want to do it. But I don't know. Maybe uh, there's got to be a way of working around that. Um, maybe you could just do some passes on all the edges that are straight because there should be plenty of long runs there that are straight. Like like you're saying, like cut your teeth on the on the lasers first. Right. See how you see where we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then try try an inconspicuous part, like maybe at the back of the play field on some of that white. And yeah. see how you go with some of the curvy bits there. You might you might surprise yourself. You might actually be able to do it. The other thing you might be able to try, and this is maybe a little controversial, is that even if you do overspray a little bit with the airbrush, you might just be able to wipe it off <laughs> and just go around it. So maybe you, you, know, you, you may just be able to do that. Get a Q-tip and just wipe it off. Right. Um, so yeah, I'd try a few approaches. Um, the good thing is that you've already done the, the clear coat, the first layer, so wiping things off of that paint surface is going to be pretty easy. Yeah. Um, so you can you can pretty much have a go and see what it looks like. Yeah. And don't get too bogged down. Remember, this is your pen, and you can do what you like with it, basically. So. Yep. Yeah, do what you pretty like much. with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I we had a yard sale this, uh, this past weekend. Um, yeah. Getting rid of all the... Uh, getting rid of all the boys toys from when he was uh -huh. a, a little kid. Uh, Cause it's like, you're not playing with these when we earn some money off of this, huh? And so I got the bright idea of putting my pinball table out there. Just uh, figured, Hey, maybe people want to play it. Uh, the short version is nobody so much as want to touch it. <laughs> um, right. I even had, I even had a kid look at it and go, what is that? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but I had posted on Craigslist that we were having the yard sale and kind of mentioned some of the stuff we had. And one of the things I said is, hey, come play some pinball. Um, and I got three responses 
So was it for sale? I was like, no, no, no. I said, come play, not the pinball is for sale. And then I had a, pe- a couple of people when they actually came to the yard sale, they're like, spinball for sale? I'm like, no. It's not. Like, I just got it. I didn't, I don't have a for sale sign on it. Jeez. People wouldn't pay any money for it anyway. <laughs> no, it's Craigslist. They, they'd ask like $500 below what it was worth. And then, you know, cry foul that you weren't doing a good deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is if I do want to sell uh, any of these spinballs eventually, it seems like it'll be relatively easy to uh, to move them. Uh, yeah. But I don't sure. want to. My whole thing is going to be uh, if I sell it, I want to replace it. So if we can trade or you better give me enough money that I can buy one. <laughs> yeah. Now, I know last time I pondered the idea of contacting my Yes. Contact. Contact my contact. There we are. Yes. Um, about purchasing a pinball machine. I haven't yet done that yet. Um, I th- it was a very chaotic week last week. So um, I didn't get a chance to do it. But on, on top of that, you put a $700 dent in your car. Yeah, which, you know, <laughs> may, may sort of impact things a little bit. Ah, impact, get it? Ah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that's a, an interesting scenario. But, you know, I'm still going to, I haven't given up on the idea. I, I think I'm going to be probably disappointed in what I can get for $1,000. But at the same time, it, I can look at it as an opportunity to practice my restoration skills, perhaps. Yep. So, well, as long as it's like uh, electronically sound and everything works, then cosmetic things I can fix, generally speaking. That, that's what I said when I bought Firepower. Mm. So it doesn't, <laughs> yeah. But, and look where it is now. Like you've, you, you're basically doing exactly that. So it's possible. Yeah. It Just, is possible. It is possible. I don't, I don't have any mates with CNC machines and tumblers. So <laughs> or not, not to my knowledge, though. Um, certainly not in the neighborhood. So, well, you know, uh, it's funny because I wound up after I posted uh, pictures, I got a response from somebody, uh, actually a couple of people where they were like, so we can get these cut. And, but one guy, he, he messaged me and he said, Hey, uh, you know, your acrylic is just going to wind up shattering eventually. Mm. And he goes, you really should have done this with, uh, with Lexan. I was like, okay. And he goes, I happen to have sheets of Lexan, and if you'd be willing to, uh, you know, cut it, then you can have the extra piece and you know, cut one for yourself. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Oh. Like, so I let my buddy know. I was like, hey, how about how about it? And he goes, yeah, here's the problem. <laughs> he goes, lasers and Lexan, it winds up emitting a toxic gas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoops! That's <laughs> not good. So he's like. I'm not doing it on, on the, the laser CNC. He goes, I could do it on the regular CNC, except for it requires a certain uh, bit uh, because the Lexan will, will, they, will know the Lexan will melt. And so oh. there's a certain speed that you have to be able to cut through it without it melting too much. Um, and, and, but the speed has to be enough that, you know, you don't wreck the bit. And so he's going to, he's going to look into that a little bit for me. Uh, see what, uh, see what happens but oh, i'm also geez. like you know what he's only 20 minutes away from me i don't care if i break some acrylic then i'll just get some new acrylic made um, it's like not the end of the world he's got the file it took five minutes we're, we're good Joe, look you know I've, I've got 10 sets of these done up i don't care exactly like, if they crack i'll just put another one exactly i would totally be of that opinion as well whatever yeah, yeah. you know the, the the most amount of time that's going to take with the whole process is me taking the bells and off and putting them back on. But uh, yeah, yeah, big deal. Done that before. 
You're an expert now. Yeah, I'm an expert. Uh huh. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, hey folks, uh, we're we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, big things. We hope. I don't know. Some things are falling through. Some things aren't. Uh, but uh, big to do next week with the hundredth episode. Um, hopefully, we'll have a bunch of guests coming in and kind of reminiscing along with us. And uh, who knows? Should be a good time. So it should be. It should be. Uh, in the meantime, why don't you go ahead and uh, you know subscribe to Jared and my Twitter feeds. Mine is at Shut Your Traps. His is at Jared Morgs. And then of course there's the all important show Twitter feed, which is mm. at Blockade. You can also visit our website blockadepinball.com. Fire off an email to us. Ask us some questions. Hey, why don't you go ahead and share your favorite aspects of the uh, podcast or things that you don't like? Who knows? Maybe we can read those too. I don't know. It can be all fun. Whatever you want to comment to us, email us blah blah blockade at gmail.com. Yeah. I, I, I think I've, I've hit upon all the business aspects of those things. Uh, so, until next week, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rugs. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. You can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening, play some pinball.